0: going to turn this evening in God's word to the Old Testament, the Book of Lamentations and to the chapter three. Lamentations and the chapter three. And I know that there would be at least some verses in this chapter that we're all familiar with. But I'm wanting to move down towards the end of the chapter and we'll take up our reading tonight at the verse 55 it's lamentations the chapter 3 and the verse 55 i called upon thy name o lord out of the low dungeon thou hast heard my voice hide not thine ear at my breathing at my cry Thou drewest near in the day that I called upon thee. Thou saidst, Fear not. O Lord, thou hast pleaded the causes of my soul. Thou hast redeemed my life. O Lord, thou hast seen my wrong. Judge thou my cause. Thou hast seen all their vengeance and all their imaginations against me. Thou hast heard their reproach, O Lord, and all their imaginations against me, the lips of those that rose up against me, and their device against me all the day. Behold, their sitting down and their rising up, I am their music. Render unto them recompense, O Lord, according to the work of their hands. Give them sorrow of heart, thy curse unto them. Persecute and destroy them in anger from under the heavens of the Lord. Amen. We'll end there at the end of chapter 3. And may the Lord bless his word to our hearts this evening. It was the verse 56 that I would like to take as my text this evening. And we read in verse 56, Thou hast heard my voice. Hide not thine ear at my breathing, at my cry. In this verse of Scripture, we really see forms of prayer, different forms of prayer. The words belong to Jeremiah, the prophet of the Lord. And they were uttered by him at a time whenever he has suffered. He has suffered persecution. If you were to glance at the verses just before where we took up our Bible reading, you would find in verse 52 that he was hunted like a bird. He said, Mine enemies chased me sore like a bird without cause. He felt that he was hunted there like the fowler after the bird. And then in verse 53, he speaks about being captured and put into the prison. He says, they have cut off my life in the dungeon and cast a stone upon me. Verse 54, he uses words there to almost describe his situation as drowning in waters. Waters is a picture of the troubles and the trials that he's facing. And he says, waters flowed over uh, mine head. Then I said, I am cut off. And so when you look at the circumstances and the context and the background to our verse of Scripture, we find that they were dire circumstances in the life of Jeremiah. And then he comes to that point where he turns to the Lord. In verse 55, he says, I called upon thy name, O Lord, out of the low dungeon. And so it shows us that he's deep down here. Jeremiah is under a great burden. And as he's there in that low dungeon, he turns to the Lord And he cries out to the Lord. He pours out his heart to the Lord. And what we're seeing in this passage of Scripture is a child of God who's down there in the depths, a child of God who's going through a great time of difficulty, and he said, I'm in a low dungeon. It was the psalmist in Psalm 130 In the opening verse, the psalmist says, Out of the depths have I cried unto thee, O Lord. Out of the depths. the book of Jonah, and you would be familiar with Jonah's story, but Jonah said in chapter 2 and the verse 2, Out of the belly of hell cried I, And so there was the psalmist, and he felt he was in the depths. And there was Jonah, and he was down in the depths of the sea, in the belly of the great fish. And here's the prophet Jeremiah, and he's down in the low dungeon. But they all together are able to lift their heart and cry to the Lord out of the depths. Then considering the prophet's prayers at this time, I was struck by the words in verse 56 that describe these different forms of prayer. And different words, different expressions are used here. Notice in verse 56, he refers to my voice, my voice. Thou hast heard my voice. And then he refers to. My breathing, hide not thine ear at my breathing. And then at the end of the verse, he speaks about my cry. And all of these words are being used in the context of prayer. And I want us just for a little moment together to think about those different expressions. And firstly, we see here the voice of prayer. Verse 56, Thou hast heard my voice.'" And that word there, voice, it's used in different ways, even in the Old Testament. And it's used to refer to sound in general. And it could be very different sounds. It could be the sound made by a musical instrument— And it wouldn't be unheard of to speak about the voice of that instrument. Whenever that instrument makes the sound and it makes sweet music, we would speak about the voice of that instrument, the sound of that instrument. It's also used to refer to the noise that an animal would make. All the different animals and the noises that they could make, it's the voice of that animal. That's how this word is used. It's also used to describe the thunder, the voice of thunder. And so that word in our text, it's used in all of these different ways about sound in general, but particularly it is used to refer to speech where words are being uttered. You remember in relation to Jacob and Jacob was to deceive his father Isaac in convincing him that he was Esau. And in Genesis chapter 27 and in the verse 22, it says, And Jacob went near unto Isaac his father, and he felt him and said, The voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. The voice It's Jacob's voice, and that's how the word is used in relation to speech, but the voice is used in relation to singing as well. And you remember how Moses came down from the mountain, having been in the presence of the Lord, and he found the camp of Israel uh, given over to idolatry, And in Exodus chapter 32, and there in the verse 18, he said, It is not the voice of them that shout for mastery, neither is it the voice of them that cry for being overcome, but the noise of them that sing do I hear. So when we think about that word voice, it can be a sound in general, it can be speech with the utterance of words. It can be used to describe singing. But in our text of Scripture, it's used to refer to supplication. And the prophet Jeremiah says, Thou hast heard my voice. In other words, he lifted up his voice audibly because he, This particular word has to do with an audible sound. And he lifted up his voice audibly, and he was lifting his heart to the Lord in prayer. And down there from the depths, from the place that he describes as the low dungeon, the voice of prayer is being raised up, and the prayers of the prophet Jeremiah are ascending there up to heaven. And I believe tonight that the prophet Jeremiah is a great example to us in relation to prayer. And most especially, we're going through the difficulty, maybe feeling distress, something like Jeremiah experienced. Oh, that we could say to the Lord, Thou hast heard my voice. We have turned to the Lord. And we've prayed to the Lord, and we've found that hope and that comfort in praying to the Lord and lifting our voice to Him. Psalm 50 and the verse 15, the promise is, Call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. And so in this verse, there's the voice of prayer. Thou hast heard my voice. But I want you to notice secondly the variation in prayer. Because the different expressions that we've already drawn to your attention, they show something of the varied nature of prayer. And he not only speaks on says in relation to his prayers, my voice. But you notice as the verse goes on, he said, "'Hide not thine ear at my breathing.'" My breathing. I had never noticed this before, the word breathing being used in relation to prayer. It's not a voice, it's just a breath this time. And we could therefore suggest that it is a silent prayer My breathing. Hide not thine ear from my breathing. He's breathing out a silent prayer to the Lord. There were times when he lifted his voice audibly to the Lord, but there's other times when it's just his breath. My breathing. This particular word only occurs on two occasions in the Old Testament. Here it's translated breathing. And the other occasion where it appears is Exodus chapter 8 and the verse 14, and it's translated there respite. It was in relation to the plague of frogs, and they knew respite. And so that respite would speak about relief. And here we have a breathing in relation to prayer, and then a respite or a relief, and we would have to link together uh, the two meanings to get the scope of that word. And I would say tonight that the idea involved here is that a prayer that's just simply breathed out to God will bring relief, will bring respite to the soul. Even that soul that's down in the depths like Jeremiah in the low dungeon. Where does the soul in the low dungeon find relief? Breathe out a prayer to God. Just a silent prayer to heaven. I noticed in Isaiah, as I looked at some of these different expressions that show the variation in prayer, in Isaiah chapter 38, and here in Isaiah 38 and the verse 14, there's a very interesting expression here. And it says, Like a crane or a swallow, so did I chatter. I did mourn as a dove, mine eyes fail with looking upward, O Lord, I am oppressed, undertake for me. And there was the prayer of the prophet, and he said that he would chatter like a crane or a swallow. Chatter. We would understand it as Twitter. Not the Twitter that you hear about today. But this was just like the chirping of a bird, a crane or a swallow. That's how he likened his his prayer to the Lord. I read Gesenius, his Hebrew dictionary, and he said that this word, chatter or twitter, was used by the ancients to denote a whisper or a sigh. A whisper or a sigh. Or as it's translated there, when we look at our text again, a breathing. And there's that prayer where we just come before the Lord with a whisper or a sigh or a breathing, but we're breathing out that prayer to the Lord. In fact, in Isaiah 29 and the verse 4, you actually have uh, the word whisper there. The parallel in the New Testament Scriptures would be found in uh, Romans chapter 8, And you know how Romans chapter 8 refers to the Holy Spirit of God who who helps our infirmities? In Romans 8 and the verse 26, likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Prayer that Cannot be uttered. And with Jeremiah here in the book of Lamentations, he's saying to the Lord, Hide not thine ear from my breathing, or from my whisper, or from my sigh, or from my groaning. And you can see in the time of great difficulty, the position that he was in, there were times when probably Jeremiah couldn't pray aloud but he could whisper a prayer to the Lord and he could just pour out his his breathing to the Lord in prayer. Thank God we can whisper a prayer to God at any time. Therefore, you can see the variation in the different forms of prayer. But then I want you to notice, thirdly, Just very quickly, we've thought about the voice of prayer, the variation in prayer. But looking at our text, we can see also the value of prayer. Thou hast heard my voice, hide not thine ear at my breathing, at my cry, my cry. And that's another expression that's describing the prayers of Jeremiah. And this particular word has reference to a cry for help. And that shows us the value of prayer because there can be that cry to the Lord for help. It's a cry also for freedom. And here he was, and he was persecuted. He was imprisoned. He was in a low dungeon, but he's crying to the Lord for help and for deliverance and for freedom to be granted, to be delivered from his distress. In the Psalm 18, there's the cry of the distress to the Lord. In the Psalm 18 and down there to the sixth verse, and the psalmist speaks in that verse of his distress, and he says, "'In my distress,' I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry came before him even into his ears. And there's the child of God in distress, but they can cry to the Lord, and they can be assured that their prayer will not be in vain, but their prayer will be heard. What a comfort that is to God's people in distress. My cry. On down the 18th Psalm, it refers to the enemies of the Lord. And there in the verse 40 of that Psalm, the psalmist writes, Thou hast also given me the necks of mine enemies, that I might destroy them that hate me. They cried, but there was none to save them even on to the Lord. But he answered them not. What a contrast there is there from the child of God in distress who's assured that their prayer is heard and their prayer will be answered. But for the enemies, those who oppose the Lord and his people, there's none to hear. There's none to help. The Lord answered them not. What a privilege we have tonight to be able to cry, to cry to the Lord and to water that cry for help, to come boldly to the throne of heavenly grace that we might obtain mercy and find grace to help, grace to help in our time of need. I thought about the cry of Jeremiah. That's really what Lamentations is all about. The name of the book, the title of the book, Lamentations, that's about crying. And they're the Lamentations of Jeremiah. He's known as the weeping prophet. And he could refer to his cry, how he he cried before the Lord. He was crying because of the situation in the land. He was crying because of the spiritual condition of God's people. He was crying over the desolation of the city of Jerusalem. That's the theme of the book of the Lamentations. It's the prophet crying before the Lord. It's a picture, too, of the Savior there. In Luke chapter 19 and the verse 41, says of the Lord, and when he was come near, he beheld the city and wept over it. The Lord wept over the city of Jerusalem. He wept over God's ancient people, those who were as sheep without a shepherd. We learn tonight how much we learn from the prayers of Jeremiah of old. And given the spiritual desolations of our land and the situation uh, that we face and the dangers today that would be facing our children and this up and coming generation, thank God we can come tonight to cry. And to cry to God for help. And to cry to God for deliverance. And may the Lord give to us that help as we come to our season of prayer this evening.